Hi, this is Michelle Lassley with Balance Shared, a space where I truly believe we are better together. My guest today is Jillian Duncan. She uses the pronouns she, her, hers. Jillian is an author, editor, podcast host, and coach at Clarity Junction, a website platform that focuses on building a clearer path forward for women when they come to a natural crossroad in life. Jillian is also the author of the book, Sleep, Cure Your Insomnia, Improve Your Health, and Feel Better Now, which is a holistic approach to improving the quality of your sleep. She is a BSc graduate in biomedical sciences with a career background in neuroscience and psychology. Jillian is a qualified NLP life coach, yoga, and meditation teacher, and she brings the knowledge, all this knowledge along with a wealth of life experience to her clients. When she's not writing, podcasting, or coaching, Jillian can be found playing her violin or piano and studying for her next music exam with her two teenage sons. Jillian also loves dogs, guinea pigs, Doctor Who, and the Avenger movies. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really pleased to be here, Michelle. Thank you. All right. Um, do you have a favorite doctor? Oh, do you know, I, I've got to say, no, there's too many. Um, um, but I do love the fact that we have a female doctor at the moment. I do love that. That really, really, um, yeah, that, that's inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time, definitely. Right, right. <laughs> Changing times, which um, I'm so, so glad for. Okay. One of the things that I found really awesome about finding you is that we both want women to come together, support each other and break through so that they can uh, always work on being better versions of themselves. How did you come into this work? Well, I feel that I've always had that need to expand on what women can do in life I feel that there's always been a restriction put down for women and I noticed that from a very young age growing up you know I was the only well one of the only girls in the the neighborhood there was was only about three of us growing up at that time and when we went to go out to play we wanted to do things that the boys were doing. We wanted to have bike races, but we weren't allowed to um, take part in the race. It was only a boys race. What we had to do was supply them with water and, you know, all that sort of thing. <laughs> and that was expected as the girls' role. The girls just weren't right. allowed to take part. When it came to football, the school had a football team. And I'm talking about, you know, primary age. So I'm talking about, you know, for me, this was up to what, the age of 10, 11. So that's sort our of school age. Um, I wanted to play football. And, you know, I watched football. I was a fan of football, but there were no girls teams and no girl was allowed to play football at the school. And at break time, the guys went on down to the field and they played football. And when I said to everybody, hey, girls, let's have our football team of our own let's go down to the field I got banned from the field and the boys you know made such an effort to get us off of the field and then they involved teachers and you know they really you know said you can't play football you're a girl and that was really sort of my first impression of you know our limitations I was thinking why can't I do that why 
I've got the ability to play football. I've got the ability to ride a bike. I've got, you know, that desire and that competitive nature. Why can't I, why am I different? Why can't I do what the boys do? I just didn't get it. And yeah. As I got older, I've, you know, faced a lot of these, these barriers why I couldn't do something when I was older because you know my parents wanted to protect me I wanted to go out into the world I wanted to travel on my own I wanted to do things and see things for myself I you know wanted to have that full life but it was always no it's not safe for you or it's just not the done thing or when I went into my career it was you know yeah you've got a degree yeah you've got this knowledge yes your parts more qualified than me but here's the dishes here's the tidying up here's the cleaning, here's the shopping list, here's, and I just thought, that's not what I studied for, and if I was a boy, if I was a man, I wouldn't have been spoken to like that, nor would I have had that reaction. Now, I'm not coming across as, you know, somebody who's all against men, and, you know, that's not what I'm about at all, Um, because, you know, I'm, I've got two teenage boys, and you know, I'm bringing them up to see the value that women have and the fact that we are equal, you know, and I don't want ever them for them to ever feel the way I feel. So I don't want it to return, you know, go the opposite way. I want to support them. But I also want them to see as young adults that women have a, such an important role to play in life and shouldn't be shouldn't be downed for it and shouldn't be put in any square box. Um so that's really my first experience in that. Um, so yeah, and as I've gone through my life, I have felt that my sex has been a, a negative, a negative part in a lot of things. And I feel that as a woman, a lot of the time we are disregarded. Uh, we make, we have instincts, we have feelings, we have um, natural senses that we are taught to to hide and to put away to one side and those instincts and those natural senses are so important for women it's how we it's how we feel how we flourish and how we understand the world around us so we've been told to put this to one side and then we become robotic and we have to think in a man's world and it's so unnatural and I feel that once we get to a certain age in life a majority of women sort of have this not like a breakdown, but just like a confusion of, you know, where am I? What am I doing? What happened to that girl that was, you know, feisty and sexy and and had the whole world ahead of her? What happened to her? You know, all of a sudden I've become a cleaner or a cook or a, a, you know, somebody who's constantly looking after other people. And my health's not good. My career's not good. My dreams, where are they? What happened to them? you know, there's that wake up call that happens in life and that can happen in your 20s, can happen in your 30s, can happen in your 40s, it can happen anytime. So it's not, I would say a midlife crisis, but it's certainly something that we mature to start thinking about. And, you know, that's why I felt the need to sort of get out there and share my feelings about this and support other women who are starting to think, hey, hold on a minute, my self-care is important, my beliefs are important, my world is important, how I think, feel, behave is important and you know I'm valuable so why can't I put myself further up my list of priorities? 
That's great. So I have described that before. I noticed that after I became a mom, I love my son and I wouldn't trade him for the world. And something happened where uh, I was studying my passions and uh, then I got pregnant and then I did all the mothering roles that had to happen, right? Because he needs care, he needs comfort. and, And again, I wouldn't trade all of those snuggles for anything in the world. And there's a moment though, where I woke up and I found this, this happens with many people, women, just like you said, and it can happen at any point. And I noticed it a lot with mothers, uh, cause for whatever reason, you know, I'm, I'm at the time of this recording, I'm 42 and I happened to stumble into a group of women who are very similar in age to me. And we all started to have our babies in our late twenties, uh, so it like it strikes me as so fascinating how sometimes we just stumble into the the right people at the right time and whatnot. Yeah, and absolutely, we all love our kids and all planned for or didn't plan for them in very similar ways. And again, like we all grew up in very different places here in the United States. And then there's a moment where you're just you you sort of like, is this is this it? Yeah. Is this is this all? I mean. I wanted to save the world or I wanted to do this other thing. And, and now, and now I'm, I'm, there's a, there's a piece of me that felt relegated into the role of, like you were saying, you know, the cleaning up and like, you could think of this in the space of an office, like one of the first office jobs that I had, like I was the one who had to go get the coffee. They all got the coffee before me. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And now I'm the one getting the coffee or here, you know, I'm the only one who uh, cooks, you know, and so I will say that my husband does all the car maintenance and I cannot understand that at all. And so there's this, you know, so I do the cooking and the this and the that and it's just, well, well, I wanted to read and study this book and write or do this other thing. And so anyway, uh, one of the things that I find really striking as as I sort of wrap my head around this is there's different stages where we could use that support, you know, so you're talking about like the primary school. So like getting out of school and I kind of think of like the latter years of uh, what do you, what do you, we call it high school here. What do you call it? Yeah. We have high school as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the age cutoff is a little different, but uh, um, so like high school. Yeah. Exactly. Through the teenage years. And then as you're, you know, maybe going to university or whatever. And um, so whether you decide to go to university or not, and then uh, you come out of that and you're, you're looking for that first job. And then, then you start to go through your twenties and then into your thirties and maybe you take on the role of motherhood. And then as you get older and then, then, you know, you're in your elder years and you're doing that. It seems like there's places all along that you just said, right? You said 20, 30s or 40s where we can get lost and muddled. And so how do you support that? Well, I just, I love the fact that you, you know, you saw and you identified the fact that there are those different places. You you picked up on what I said about it can happen anytime. And, you know, for myself, I, I, you know, you don't, you don't really have that support when you're kids. And when I was growing up, I'm the same age as, as you. And so I grew up, you know, in that time where our parents were of a different school. You know, they were of uh, different ways of thinking. And, you know, they're not so liberal as as 
we are with our kids. And so, you know, if I went to say to them, you know, hey, wait a wee minute, um, I want to go and play football. They say, oh, you know, never mind, go play something else, you know, or go somewhere else if that's annoying you. Um, so I didn't get the support there. And, you know, as I went into university, I, I was very young when I went to university, I was 16. Um, I got my grades and went to uni very young. So by the time I was 21, I was in my fields working. And so that didn't help either. I was a young female Scottish girl uh, in amongst these older men working in a very male orientated you know, work and uh, field. And so that didn't help either. So again, I, it was very hard to get support. And, you know, you had to rely on other female scientists to, to give you that. But again, it was, you know, fed back to, you know, oh, you just have to kind of make do, you just have to go along with it. I don't know, I remember at one point I'd had enough uh, while I was working in that condition, I had gone off on holiday for three weeks. I'd um, travelled over to Canada with my grandmother and uh, we had a great time. And we came back and they had left everything for me to tidy up. Three weeks worth of mess. And uh, that wasn't my job. It was not my with job. With your, can we just like go back to that for a second? Yeah. Your degree in biomedical sciences. Yeah. And neuroscience and psychology. Yeah. Like all these really amazing things that you studied yeah. and you can just go do the tidying up. Yeah, exactly. You can organize the fridge, um, you know, <laughs> uh, but because I was so young, obviously, yeah. um, that's probably another reason. Um, okay. So can we stop there for a second? Yeah. Well, um, because I think that's an important thing to sort of tease out. Because there's, there's a space when you're in your 20s. I think we do have these sort of rites of passage that happen as we, you know, and I don't think that these things should stop. Like this sort of like, because in your 20s, I, for me, I found, because I ended up actually not speeding through school, though I wish I could have. <laughs> then I, I took a really long way just to get my, my university things. And in my 20s, that was very much like a self-discovery period. Like, okay, I'm free of living at home now, no matter how much I love my parents and, and whatnot. Yeah. But I'm on my own and I can find my sovereignty right and yeah. so like what do I want what do I like kind of like runaway bride Have you yeah, ever seen that yeah. movie? and she's like testing all the scrambled eggs to find the ones that she actually truly likes or whatever or the eggs and then in your 30s so then I then I became a mother right and so now it's um this sort of shifting and maturity and like every year you pick away and you find more surety of yourself and you can cast away some of the the bs that's been fed to you but in your 20s so you you started early what was what were you what can you look at now and see that you were missing that you could have had that would have been a support absolutely i mean it would have been good to have had that belief i think in me from mm. more people that I that I had it with. And I feel as well, I felt a bit, um, you know, what's the word, sort of misdirected, really. And my my whole response was, you know, I, I've studied since I was as young as anything. I put my head down. You know, I failed in order to succeed. You know, I failed exams. I failed everything and until I got there. And I... I put in my heart and my soul and my my youth to get where I was. And, you know, okay, so I maybe wasn't the world's best, but, you know, give me that chance. You hired me, you gave me that job. I've got the qualifications, give me that chance. And, 
you know, let me speak at the meetings, let me go ahead and do that. And I felt that I was let down at that point and it completely took me away from my career. And then that's what happened because I got, I you honestly got this complete disbelief of the world. And I, I actually felt hurt that, you know, I was still living in this bubble up until that point of the, yeah, I can do anything. I am, I'm Jillian and everybody should be equal and um, I can do it just as well as everybody else. But at that point in my mid twenties, I just thought, you know something? I have been living a lie. People have been telling me the wrong thing. The world is not my oyster. It's somebody else's. And I'm just gonna have to try and find something that I fit into. And that is soul destroying. If you've got a dream, it's soul destroying. It's taken away from you. And at the same time, as I was going through that and retraining and doing a different career, um, you know, I was I was uh, with my uh, to-be husband at that time. We were setting up a life together. At that point, I was then told I couldn't have kids, and I was I had some serious gynae problems. So I was going through operations. I was going through uncertainty for my future, and everything that I thought was going to be wasn't. So yeah. yeah, so it was a real sort of slap in the face. So again, where is that support? It's a case of you're a woman. This is happening. You know pull your socks up and get on with it. Right. Okay. That's a great moment to take a break. And when we come back, I want to dig into some of the things that you have built to support that. Are you tired of moving month to month without any flow? Are you ready to get more in alignment with the world around you and your purpose? I believe we are all better together. And when I mean we, I mean all of us. From those who know their purpose and are connected to their environment to those who are just learning to be connected and what their purpose may be. I am here to hold space for us to learn together, to mastermind together, and to make magic together. So I'm hosting new and full moon circles every month. We'll circle up about three days before the new moon and just before or on the full moon. Together, in circle, on Zoom... We'll get grounded, we'll journal, we'll explore, and we'll mastermind together, both metaphysical and natural supports to keep us in alignment. Want to learn more? Visit www.michellelastly.com slash mooncircles. Space is limited, so be sure to grab your seat today. Welcome back. So if you have found yourself, you audience member, have found yourself in that space where you had these hopes and dreams and aspirations, and then all of a sudden life is not turning out the way that you wanted it to. Jillian, what do you do to help put people back on the path to connect with themselves? Oh, that's a great question because everybody is different and we all have different backgrounds like like I have and like you have. So we're not, not mm-hmm. nobody is exactly the same. So I believe in three pillars in life. And these are things that I've discovered over the years. My life has, as I've said before, it's not been plain sailing like a lot of people. And I've had to face a whole lot of challenges, mainly with my health. And, you know, I get to that point in my 40s now and I'm thinking, you know, what is it that I want from life? And I think that's a question that everybody has to ask themselves. What is it truly that I want from life? And the biggest answer and the main answer should be for everybody they want happiness we all want happiness and now what do you mean by happiness well that's the question everybody's idea of happiness is different and it's how we find what that happiness is to you so there's the three pillars that i i believe in 
And that's how I've set up my my own company is uh, in Clarity Junction. We believe in the three pillars. It's the goal achieving. So you need to have that goal. What is it that you want to achieve? What would you what do you think will make you happy? How do you think you'll get there? And you break it down from that point and you think, well, rather than thinking if or when, um, you know, I get this, then I'll be happy. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's bring that back. Really, what is the core value in that goal? And what is it you really want? And then in order to get that goal, we have to think about our personal development and our health. And now these three pillars, they do overlap somewhat. But if you're talking about your goal, we come back and we think of our personal development. Personal development to me, I don't know how what you feel like personal development is to you, but for me, it's learning. It's understanding mm. what is required in order to advance as yourself and to make yourself the best person you can possibly ever be. Whether that's, you know, to improve um your your relationships how, how can you do that whether it's to learn how to improve your health whether it's to learn to improve your career so that's personal development for me so personal development's a key in goal achieving and then you've got your health and wellness now if you don't have that in order and that in place then you have nothing and i'm speaking from somebody who copes with chronic illness and chronic injury on a daily basis and have done since i was a teenager so, you know, I know the disability can really impact your life, but I also know that having disability does not mean the ends of your dreams. You just need to tweak them. You need to find those dreams and those goals which fit in to who you are. And that's no different from an able-bodied person or, you know, somebody who's fit as a fiddle. We mm -hmm. all have to adjust our dreams and goals to fit in with our own lives. So really, when I'm talking to somebody and to try and find clarity, that is where it is. Where you want to go is a happiness. That's that's your goal. That's your main goal in life. And how are we going to get there? And then we have those three pillars and we look at those three pillars and we try and balance them as much as we possibly can. Because if you've got one of these pillars, whether it be health and wellness, personal development or goal achieving, if one of those pillars is off balance, you're not going to get that happiness goal. You're just, you're you're going to be focused on one. It's it's a bit like stacking up spinning plates. You know, if you knock one of them out of the system, they all come tumbling down. You walk, you're, or you're going around in circles, you get stuck in a rut. That's that's what happens if you don't have those pillars in place. So that's Fascinating. the first point. And so then you kind of weaved into like that we're juggling these, right? Yeah. As we're trying to, on the self-discovery path, like what do you want? What do you want to achieve? What kind of health, how is your health? Does it allow you to get there? And um, and then you said the personal development piece, like do you have the skills, knowledge, self-belief and whatnot to be able to get you there? Yeah. And so sort of weaving these like a tapestry into each other. So you also have a group that you're launching for women because you have, tell me, tell me what your mission is. My mission is to support women to believe in themselves, to achieve their goals, not to live a life that they feel that they should be living or the one that they've been told that they must be living. I want them to be free to choose where they want to go in life and to, to feel that they can achieve their dreams and goals, regardless of what our other people are saying. So I really want them to have that support, that guidance, the information that they need when they face challenges 
that come up because they all come up challenges come up all the time and the minute something happens we back off we you know say do you know something this is too difficult I can't cope with this nobody knows how I'm feeling I'll just give up and it's so, so we give up yeah, and oh, then yeah. we have our our pillows over here this thing that we're trying to achieve right yeah it's like I kind of think of it liken it to like Maslow's self-actualization would that be yeah, a comparable like in, in in a sense yeah in a sense yeah um but sometimes people get hung up on it on things like that so you oh, know sure I, I just I just want to make it so simple for people to just to realize that it's it's not difficult and they're not alone you know the amount of times I've faced challenges and felt alone and not had somebody to reach out to has has it's been so many over the years but now we have something called the you know internet and we have the ability to talk and to find people who are on same wavelength as us so yeah you're having this discussion just now we're at opposite ends you know we're in different time zones and yet we're able to connect with each other and share our information our knowledge and and our thoughts and our feelings and our experiences we have got that power now we need to use it and so what I want to do is bring women together So I'm building this membership site so that I can bring women into this membership to be supported by experts in their own fields. And these are all female experts. Mm. So they are all trained in different things with different experiences, life experiences. Um, They've got their own stories and they've also got their own knowledge. They've gone out and they've studied, they've learned and they have they've taught and that's where I'm going with this. I want people to see that there's just so much out there and so much support and that the challenges that they face needn't be the challenges that stop them from going forwards. Okay, some challenges, as I've mentioned before, are more difficult than others. We might need mm-hmm. to readdress our goals and where we're going. We might need to take a sidestep, but it doesn't mean you have to give up. Mm-hmm. at all I mean the, an example a good example I'm thinking off the top of my head you mentioned my book earlier I wrote that book when I was facing a series of operations mm. I was uh, made redundant during this period of time and I was going through operations every couple of weeks they didn't know when the operations would stop they didn't think they would ever stop and they didn't think I was particularly going to get better I was told to make uh, arrangements so that my kids could get looked after while I was in this state and this pain and everything else. So life for me was really, really tough. And the pain I was experiencing was was worse than having a kid, right? Um, and I had people coming in every day to look after me. And life was very challenging and it was um I would say bleak to begin with. And then I looked at my goals and my dreams and I said, but you know something, this isn't going to kill me. It's not something that's going to kill me. It's something I have to live with. How am I going to live with this? It's not going to be, I'm not going to travel the world anymore. You know, things like that are not going to happen. I have to look after different things in my life. I have to focus on sorting with my pain, coping with my pain. Some days are good, some days are not good. What am I going to do? So my good days, I decided to start writing. Wanted to write a book let's write a book. I'm not sleeping very well. What am I doing? What did I learn in the past? How can I get that out? How can I teach somebody else to be able to sleep better? Um, So that's when I started writing. I started writing meditative, you know, meditation scripts. I would sit in the garden on the good days and sit and write. And I felt so much better. On my bad days, I sat in the sofa and I watched films 
and reruns of everything that I never got time to watch before and I took up knitting. That was my bad day. I had to keep something, you know, doing something. So, you know, I felt that that got me through. It gave me a mission, it gave me a purpose. So there you go, I'm really poorly and I've written a book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you look at getting your goals achieved, do you identify with words like achiever or, um, I'm trying to get a sense because like everybody, everybody comes at the world with a different lens, right? And sometimes those of us who want to get our goals like we'll run gung-ho and we know exactly what we need to do and we always have to be putting something to action and then there's other people um more like me who like to take maybe a slow sort of circuitous path to get that done like how would you describe your your strengths or your skill sets and like how you kind of look at that I guess honestly um never really thought about it I have been termed as an you know an overachiever Uh I've been termed as somebody who's like you know go-getter um or as somebody who you know just has to keep achieving more and more and more I don't see it that way at all because I am I feel like I'm a creative person Mm. so if I get an idea in my head and I can figure out a path to get there Mm -hmm then it's doable mm-hmm. and that's just how I see it so if if I see that I want to do something and that there are challenges in front of me then I work out okay how do I get around those challenges and then I just go for it and I see what happens honestly it's it's kind of like got a goal got a dream throw it up into the air now run go oh, do it and whatever falls down in front of me I'll then say, right, I've thought about this. Let's let's see what's let's see what's going to happen with that. Or let's let's see, let's go back into my knowledge. What can I learn? Bring in that personal development. You know, if I've come up with a health issue, boom, stopping me in my track. What can I learn about my health? What can I do about it? What's going to help me around this? Okay, that's the next thing. You know, further on, okay, I've come up with an issue, I've come up with a problem. I don't know how to do this. Let's learn about it you know, or I'm not sleeping well at night and it's stressing me out and it's stopping me perform better in the day, right, what am I going to do to improve my health so that I can do that, you know, or my dream or my goal, oh my goodness, it's not making me happy anymore, it's not something that I actually want, what am I going to do with that, I'm going to change my goal, I'm mm-hmm. going to tweak it, I'm going to make it better. Fascinating. That's, that's really all I've ever seen, I've never, you know, had any other thoughts than to do that. Well, so then that's that's your gift to the world then, taking that clarity, no pun intended, right? <laughs> and and sharing that with the world and when it's kind of muddled for other people. So uh, when you talk about experts being in your group, I immediately go to your 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 career, right? As maybe you know, you could pick the yoga or meditation teacher, or you could pick the science background. So is that what you mean by experts? So that, so that a, that a biomedical student could come in and then find another biomedical student to get that? Or like, what do you, what do you mean by experts for your group? Okay. So what I mean is we are talking about those three pillars. So when somebody has a goal or a dream, then the experts are there that cover those three pillars. Thanks. Okay. So yeah, so we're talking about like-minded women being in a group that have ambition, that have dreams, that who who wants to, you know, make their 
their own life and their self-care more of a priority. So they come into the group so that they can get help in order to achieve what they want to achieve. And the experts that come in are specialized. So for example, I have somebody who can talk to you who is trained in self-esteem and there'll be a masterclass on that. I've got a, a, an expert on time management. So learning how to manage your day better in order to achieve your goal. I've got an expert on a bit more of a spiritual side. So manifesting, looking at finances, thinking about, you know, I've got this barrier. I, I can never earn. I, you know, money blocks in my mind. Let's get them out of the way, you know. We're female, we've been taught that we have to accept a lower wage. Um, no, we don't. We can go out and ask that for that wage that we rightfully deserve. And so again, I've got somebody in to talk about that. There's a whole lot of different fields that can come in uh, to the masterclasses and to, into the membership and help women to overcome their hurdles. And when we're talking about experts, we're talking about women who are trained in those areas. So no, they might not have been at university and, and got, you know, degrees in biomedical sciences or law or whatever. Okay, they yeah. might, but they might. But a lot of a lot of experts have already previously trained in another career. And then they have gone through that life experience of, hey, this is really not me. I really don't want to do that. And they have then gone off and gone down another path which they are more passionate about, which more suits. It suits their their own person better. So they've got those experiences as well. They can understand what you're going through because they're going through it too. Yeah. So the people who I have and the people who I mix with and recommend uh, for support and, and for help for, for other women, they are women who are just like us. Nice. They've been there. Yeah, they have they've that pivoted. experience. They've done all that. Um, yeah. Where can people find you? Okay, so my site is over. Sorry, my site is over at clarityjunction.com, and so that's where they can find details about the membership and details about how to sleep better if that's what they they need. And also, my blog and podcast is there too. So there's lots of information and advice through these podcast episodes and blog posts. I have guest bloggers that come in, and also I interview guests as well who share their knowledge and I'm also over on Facebook and I've got a lovely brand new Facebook group that is called Midlife Empowerment for Women mm. and so again it's not about age I keep saying that it's about maturity but people seem to relate maturity with midlife so it's it's nice one to just call everybody out and say hey we'll call it midlife because that's how we feel but actually let's feel better once we're in the group and say it's not about age and there's no such thing as, as midlife. So, you know, that support group is there. And again, in that Facebook group, there is regular lives uh, from experts, many masterclasses uh, and, and chats going on. So yeah, I'm there. And also on Instagram, uh, you can find me at Clarity Junction on Instagram. Thank you so much for sharing your path with us today and how you are answering a question uh, to help all of us get more clarity. I am so grateful. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I've absolutely loved chatting with you. Oh, good. Good.
Balance Shared is produced and edited by me, Michelle Astley. The instrumental music, Grass, by Silent Partner, is from the YouTube Audio Library. If you've enjoyed today's episode, leave a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you've loved the messages of co-creating a better future and digging into ourselves, maybe you'd like to become a supporter. Email hello at michellelastly.com to get your sponsorship guide. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Michelle Lastly with Balance Shared, a space where I truly believe we are better together. <laughs>